right, what's going on, guys? Man, I adjusted your guys' microphone, but I didn't adjust mine. Okay, okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the New Rich Podcast. This is your host. I go by the name of R.S. Plaza. I'm excited, man. Today we have a guest that has been on the podcast, right? Johnny McFly. That is I. Um, owner is. of one of the Sesai Eat stations. Ooh. They know you by that as well. <laughs> yep, that would um, be me, the sushi guy. And that would be him, Mr. Mr. <laughs> sushi Man himself. <laughs> so so first and foremost, we have Marlon, right? Am yes. I saying it right? Yes, I suck sir. saying names, I'll be honest with you. I'm glad you said it right. People say Marlon. 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 They call Crazy. you Marlon. Fucking, fucking Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marlon Ponce. Marlon Ponce. Marlon Ponce. Man, I've, I've, I've heard a lot about you. I've seen you a lot. I've seen, I, I, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I've seen you on big stages. I've seen you in big videos and, oh. um, you know, and a lot of creative things. So it's cool, man. I mean, I wasn't going to jump right into this, but it's kind of leading to this. I've seen so much of you and then I have a personal relationship with Johnny. Yeah. So what brought you got, what got you guys here? Right. Cause I think I even asked Johnny this cause like I'm close yeah. with him. I'm not with him all the time. I'm like, dang, I didn't even see this one coming. Yeah. It's right? random. Right. Yeah. I didn't even see this one coming. So, so how did we get here? I, I say, man, it's really random. Cause I mean, I've known Johnny for, for a, I mean, a while Um, back, back to, I think like the prime time we used to, really start making music was what it was like 2010 ish yeah, something like that um oh, wow so you guys have tracks back in 2010 together when yeah. we used to be rappers yeah. okay yeah. okay we used to be rappers. All right. <laughs> yeah so like i mean th- that's when that started we was always um you know recording making music and all that and just with a friendship but then um this i, I would say it was just super random how we connected back you know at the right time to to come up with this project um so it's it was really like years and coming to finally get something together and put out to the public all right, all right we're gonna take a step back real quick before i want to get too into the album just yet um but so 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 you made a joke i want to address this and then we'll go i'm gonna take it another direction we made a joke that when you guys were rappers so what are you so what are you guys now <laughs> i want to address that first i'm gonna address that and then we're gonna go switch it lanes we um, rap presents now okay <laughs> okay so so is this just you know for fun is it's but it's, it doesn't leave your blood, right? Like it's what just I, what I meant with that one was, um, literally speaking, like you know, we we used to really be hardcore rapping bars and you know, really different style. Now I feel like we're we're musicians now, you okay. know what I'm saying? And we can make different types of vibes. But we used to rap pretty hard back Bro, then. We used to go <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy bars. All right, so so Marlon, man, tell me. You know, so Johnny, you've been on the show. Um, so 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 if people that, that have have the track record, they know a little about you. And we'll get we'll get into you in a second too. But Marla, I want to start with you. You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. What how did music like when what does when did music become a thing for you? You know, tell us about yourself first. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Music for me, I feel like with all, you know. Like I'm as as humble as I could say it. Um, I feel like I, I definitely was starting music before a lot of um, like my friends. Um, I literally started in middle school. Okay. Um, I'm 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 32, so you know middle school times that there there was no one I knew in like my whole school that ever had a song on a CD and played it. So like I was like the first to do that in in my age. So all that right, really right. like you know motivated me to just keep that going. It was kind of like my 
the way to be cool type of thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, so so like I I stuck with that. And really high school is really when I took that passion. Um, You know, I was I had like most likely to get a record deal uh, superlative in high school. So I had like the school on my back and then people was like starting to make music. And I I felt like I had the crown to start that in, in my area. So I really just kept it going. So for me, you know, music was always a part of my life, like recording and putting it out to pursue a dream to be a, an artist you know so it's uh it's something that's always stuck with me from middle school time definitely and and you know i talked a little about it before but you know i, I i've i've heard of you right and i've seen you know we were in a we we're, we're kind of around some people in proximity how, how did that go for you in the sense of like you know i've seen you open up for some artists and stuff like how did you get to that to that playing field uh Andrew Floyd, um, he goes by Floyd. He's yeah, uh, one yeah. of my one of my uh-huh. best friends, and uh, he he was pursuing his dream just like I was. He was actually a client of mine when I was a, a, a engineer, you know. And um, we just kind of kicked it off, and he was like, "Look, man, if you want to jump on this little label I'm starting, uh, it was called Swag Life at the time." And uh, he had a manager. He had two managers that were close friends, and I really just kind of jumped on ship with him to make a team. And this was 2012 time. And um, really, since that happened, that was just the managers got us. At that time, there wasn't a lot of openers that were opening up for shows like they do these days. So we kind of took that and was that was like our niche. We were those guys that was opening up for, I mean, we've done a, a lot of open shows, you know what I'm saying, um, for all the big artists that come. So... That's drop, really drop the names, bro. Right, yeah, yeah. Drop the I mean, names. I did. I did Kendrick Lamar at the UCF Arena. We did, uh, you know, a bunch of future shows. Uh, Tory Lanes, Machine Gun Kelly, Waka, um, Meek Mill, Tyga. Um, we we did. I mean, the list. The list literally does go on. It's pretty much every big artist that's ever come to Orlando. Because Orlando, you know, they don't come to Orlando. I don't know right. why, but it is what it is. But like, we would have to go to Tampa, Fort Lauderdale different places so anyone that came to orlando my managers made sure like we had the opening slot um it's all politics they knew everyone downtown able to open without paying which was like the main thing like you know it's one thing to pay to open what they do now but if you have a connection and they just say yo come open up for this show we'll get you guys like right before the main act like we was always shooting for that so long story short i mean once we started doing that it was a good Good few years with with um we 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 changed the name to MTM more than music and um I mean we just kept doing shows bro and just had that that fan base in the city and we was trying to branch out further but it's just uh you know timing and how things ended up we kind of went our separate ways in a good way yeah, you yeah know, definitely, you know, everything definitely. just happens for a reason but that's that's where a lot of my um probably where you heard of me or seen me on those shows was just with the help of everyone on the team and you know, shooting for that. Nice. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. So Johnny, man, reintroduce yourself for the people that may have heard you before and haven't heard you on a podcast, man. Reintroduce yourself and tell us a little bit. Why, how did you get into music, man? Reintroduce myself. Yes. Um, Johnny, Johnny McFly. This is my guy too, by the way. <laughs> I'm introducing him lightly, but this is my guy. I appreciate that. Always love, man. For sure. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess most people know me as like, you know, the business owner of our previous podcast. Um, But 
We switching gears. You ain't in business mode today. Nah, not today. Yeah, we, not, we ain't talking that today. Hey, I'm a... Ain't even going to say the business name right there. I'm a, I'm a diva today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came here. He he came with the finest of wines, right? Like, my guy was different today. He came in with the swagger today. He wasn't on the the, 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 the sushi game today, man. Yeah. So, so Johnny McFly, man, I Googled you today. Did I had you Googled know? you. Did you know? I Googled you. I YouTubed you. Wow. Um, I, I, I put Creep. him on iTunes music. I said, okay, he goes by Johnny McFly. Yes, sir. So go ahead, my brother, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny even like coming, getting into like the whole business thing, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you, you know, Han, yep. my business partner, everything. We're both, we're both artists. So like, it's crazy. That stems off of music too. So right. even that, okay, okay. I like, see where you take it. Go ahead. Like go ahead, both of us, like we're, you know, we're very like artistically inclined and that that's always been like our number one passion. Right. But, um, for, in order for us to do what we love to do, especially, you know, you making music, making art, like you kind of need money for that as well. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of, we kind of had to like take a step back and take more of like a, you know, a more reasonable, logical route. That's and cool. um, we, we kind of, you know, had to sacrifice a few years um, focusing on business and everything. And, and now I feel like we're in a place um, business wise where, where we can pursue our, our passions now like, and kind of just like keep doing what we love to do. Um, but yeah, like I, I met Marlon through Han. That's right. Okay. Okay. Han took me. That is correct. Okay. Now we've seen the people putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Okay. Han Han took me to a studio because back then Han wanted me to feature on one of his songs. Okay. And then I met Marlon. I was like, yo, who is this dude with this studio? And and, like at his house. (laughs) So, so close to my house. (laughs) So close to my house. Yeah. Um, So we just linked up and we, you know, we started working and um, yeah, like, like he said, us linking back up. After all this time, it was super random, but I do feel like the timing was right because, you know, like, like he's like, like we touched on, we were hardcore rappers, yeah, like, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. um, Asians we, with attitude. Yeah. But, like, but the thing was, I, I, like, you know, like we talked about this too, like when we were rapping, we, like, we feel like we were still ahead, like ahead of, ahead of our time at that, at that point, okay. you know, like we, we weren't like sucky. It's not like it's not like we stopped rapping because we suck. Yeah, not, yeah, not at all. Yeah, it's for just sure. for us, like, you know, like not a lot of people, especially at that time, um, not a lot of people wanted to hear like Asian dudes like coming in with this like crazy rap. Like, you know, so uh, I got to a point where we kind of had to rebrand ourselves, kind of uh, readjust our sound. Cool. So let's stay right there real quick. because That's actually was one of my questions. Um, so one thing about me, if you know me, I like to talk about cultures and I like to break the barrier culture. It's something that's super important to me. If you see my circle, you see my surroundings, it's, it's all about that. Right. So mm-hmm. my question is, is like, how, how, like, was it difficult as an Asian to be accepted in the, in the music culture and how did the culture have an effect on you guys? Right. I would love for both of you guys to answer that. You want to take Yeah, it? for sure. That was probably like one of our biggest, um, biggest things we focused on. Like when I did have management and we was really doing the shows and getting close to the goals we were trying to hit. Um, But the cool thing is like my thing was and at the time when I was opening up for shows, if you've seen any of the footage, I I was rapping. So like the image we were shooting for was an Asian artist 
that actually rapped and it was a whole different style than what you would expect. And okay, um, I'm very okay. humble down to earth too. So when you see me out and you hear my music, you're like, wait, that's you, you know, kind of okay. thing. So I, I took that, I, I took advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? We, we um, got a lot of cool feedback, but there's always that negative feedback. Like look at, um, and that's from people that don't know us. So yeah, yeah. when you get to social media, that's when all the, you see all the negativity. I was always like, I'm looking for it. I'm just yeah, like, yo, yeah, look yeah. at them talking shit. Um, but but really, it is negative. But I, I like to take that and turn it into like a, a shock value. Like, look at like you. Have you heard of that Asian artist, Marlon? He he's Asian and he fucking raps. Yeah, he's crazy. dope and he's nice. But to answer your question, it's definitely um, there. There was a lot of things that we had to like adjust to make sure that it gets taken the right way and people don't think like, yo, who's this Asian trying to want to be, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, so it, it was definitely, it, it had that, that negative side to it. But I, I, to me, I feel like that was, I enjoyed that. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Now, now Johnny, and I don't know if you guys are, are both Korean. Are you Korean? Well, no, we actually, we're, we're beefing because okay. I'm Japanese and he's Korean. So you're Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't want to assume, I know you're Korean, right? Yes, sir. And I think we talked about this the other day, like supposedly Japanese and Korean, they yeah. had, in the past, history. they had, they got some history. Oh, okay. So I didn't know this. So yeah. this is some beef there, right? Yeah. That we yeah. didn't know yeah. about. We actually hate each other. Yeah. Okay. So you're but supposed we, to hate we each fought other. it out already and we're good. <laughs> it's now. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We signed we the treaty. In. We signed the treaty. No, nah, but uh, yeah, so I'm ja- I'm Japanese. Um, my my mom was full Japanese. Um, I was raised in Japan, uh, Tokyo and Kobe. All right, for, for ten years. Yep. So cool thing about this, and 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 I and I talk about this openly all the time. One of the dopest places I've ever traveled to mm. is Japan. Hey, yo, there you go, rocking Japan, bro. And, and the way that I described Japan, it's crazy because today in this meeting, that was their word of the day, but it, I called it the standard. Mm. Because I felt like Japan, man, just have this standard the way that they do shit. Like, yo, this is the standard that we're doing it at. It's up here. Like, and the way I describe it is like, I remember, you know, I went out there with, with, with my girl at the time. I think you met her. Mm. And, um, you know, she, she had to work. She was going out there for some meetings and this mm. and that. So nine to five, she would go to work and I would go explore. And I would take this same route every single day. And I would see this old Japanese dude, man, and he would like had, he had a shop. This man is sweeping the sidewalk, bro. Sidewalk squeaky clean by his shop, bro. And that's not just by his shop. It's that's how people took care of their things Absolutely. out there. The subway. I'm from New York. You know, the subway is dirty in New York. It's rough, man. Out there is clean, crazy clean, bro. Clean, man. And and just everything. The food, bro. The food. The way that where you get street food. Street food, bro, it's presented the way everything's That's handled. The, best. the street bro, food is the best. Bro, I, I, man, listen, I would go. So I'm a food guy. I'm a food guy. So I would literally, my, my things was based around food. Like the day that I flew in, I went to Anthony Bourdain's favorite sushi chef's restaurant. Um, I went to like where's that at? That's in uh, uh Tokyo. Tokyo? Okay. So so he, so the dude had a spot in New York, and that's how he discovered him. Mm. Um, Anthony Bourdain, that's how he discovered him, and then went to Japan. The dude ended up like saying, "All right, I I I, I, I got a grip on New York. I'm going back to Japan. I forget his name. I have pictures and everything with him. And he goes back to Japan, and he bodies it out there. He sets up shots. Crazy dude's funny. He talks mad shit about how American sushi is and is fake and stuff. <laughs> Oh, uh, but they it's, got fried chicken rolls here. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like chicken rolls. He's like your soy sauce, man. Soy sauce. He's like, man, that's we call that that's oil, man. You guys oh got oil, God. America. But 
Jap- Jap- Japan was one of the best places. So, anyways, I'm gonna bring the beef back real quick. You're <laughs> yeah. saying you're saying that right now because you haven't been to Korea. Yeah, yet. I'm hey. sure Korea is fire, bro. Hey. So that's Got a perfect it. transition, right? So you hear about like, and and is my naiveness, but but even in in hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Like the hip hop artists that I remember are more Chinese, okay. right? You have um Jin, Jin right? Yeah. Um, you know some of the ones are Vietnamese. Right. So it's interesting too. like, I was going to take it. Yeah. You know, Japan, but like as a Korean artist, did that like, cause I know like it's weird. Right. And it's like Spanish people, right. I'm Puerto Rican, like the Dominicans with the Puerto right. Ricans and the Mexicans, we got beef, right? Like that would be that beef. <laughs> and with y'all, I didn't know that, but y'all yeah. got beef, right? He does K-pop. That's yeah. what he does. Wow. Yeah. Oh. You know? Cause it'd be the, it'd be the Koreans for the Vietnamese, the China. Cause like, that's why I didn't even want to assume what you were. Cause yeah. he might've jumped me, you know, like, yeah. nah, I ain't that. Might've you know? sliced you with a katana. Yeah. So was that a little different for you? Like being Korean or did it really just Chinese at that point? Like you just Asian. <laughs> yeah. You just fried rice. Chinese you know? man. There's a Chinese <laughs> man <laughs> trying to do this rap music. Yeah. He just <laughs> rap. That's what everyone thinks though. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's why, and, and why I, again, I'm joking, but I like to address it because no, I want to break perception, yeah. right? And and it's cool because I know you. I absolutely. I, I don't have that perception, right? Like especially like back then, right? Everybody. And it's cla- different again. It's different right. now. Again, so yeah. everybody classified Asian people as oh Chinese, right? Oh, you're Ch- are, are you Chinese or whatever? And um, so but it was now a, though. There's more of a for sure. I think what helps now is the fact that especially K-pop, it, it has gone so mainstream now. So people recognize that Korean culture and they can kind of distinguish that sound of what Korean music is and everybody watches Korean dramas and everything. So, um, yeah, my peoples have been put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So it, it kind of makes... I ain't gonna lie, my niece, I don't know if she could hear me just yet, they're in the house, they're supposed to be or they're close to being. But, but my niece loves K-pop, bro, so she might... Fan, fan out when you see it. Like, he's a K-pop famous, artist. He's a famous K-pop artist. <laughs> I, I, I dance around in tights yeah, the whole day. A, yeah, we got a famous K-pop, K-pop artist. Crazy, yo. Bro, K-pop I'm telling you, that's what I'm huge. saying, bro. She's 13 mm. in America, yeah, and and has traveled and, and like not traveled, but like has been from state to state. And she's in the military, so like, but now she's into that. So it's interesting, yeah. right? And that's what I'm saying, like, bro. And she's mad, and she's not cultured, you know, at all. But she knows K-pop. She knows the dudes. Japan has their they're the exact same thing. Yeah. J-pop. They got the so, same shit, but right, guys, K-pop real is quick, just... Get a little closer into the oh, mic, oh, 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 oh. and then I want to talk about this. What it, like, how did that K-pop craze become a thing, and what really is... like? Describe it for the people that don't know about K-pop, right? There's going to be people that listen that don't know about K-pop. So, I mean, K-pop is a lot of like boy groups, girl groups. Um, they have all these labels that kind of train these kids since they're, they're super young, right? And they put them in dormitories and that's literally their whole lives that they just get trained. So is, that, is, is, is K-pop Korean pop? Yes. Okay. Korean pop. So they, they kind of like mass produce these groups, right? So some of them come, come out and some of them flop. You'll never hear from them again. And some of them just kind of blow. So... Um, they make so much money, like these, these labels and, and these executives just offer these kids. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you remember what really drove K-pop to that mainstream level was Gangnam Style. You remember yeah, that? Of course, like, of course. Bro, I'm with Robert and Teresa making Gangnam Style parodies. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so once that hit, I think just. Okay. So that's the. Because there, there were actually true. before then there were That's a lot catalyst. of That's the catapult, right? There were a, there were a few like solo Korean artists who try to come and make like albums here and kind of promote it. 
Um, but they never really took off. Um, to show that somebody could come. That one, say, that one went worldwide. Right. That one went oh, global. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's the was, big difference. And then yeah. what it was it was because all those previous artists that came, they were really serious about it. But Gangnam Style was goofy, like a goofy dance, and it was just like a f- overall fun song. And I think that's what kind of helped it take off. But ever since then, man, K-pop has just been in the light, and everybody loves it. Everybody's memorizing all the dances, and it blows my mind, honestly. It's crazy. Didn't you, in, in, and I could be getting this wrong, but I have a good memory. Didn't you and Han, like, weren't you about to be on a Korean show or something like that? We were, but it was at separate times. Okay, 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 okay. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. Um, like, I, I was invited to audition for, like, this, um, this K-pop competition. Um, Han was invited to, to compete in, like, this Korean rap show. Wow, um, so wow, wow. It was, it was just at two different times, but we were both invited and just wasn't up our alley. That's cool. Did you now now from Marlin, did you rap in Japan? No, uh no, not actually not even at all. Like okay. when I was in Japan, I was raised there. I was uh from 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 two to twelve. Um and no, I, I did not rap there, but the rap culture in Japan is so heavy. Like they because you know the fashion in Japan. So when you go to certain parts of Tokyo, you'll start seeing the the dreadlocks. You'll start seeing the guys that's really in the bape and Ivizu jeans, dreads. So they're like they're like obsessed with that American hip hop look. So they they copy it literally. Like Japan loves America. So um so no, but it was cool. I I I like loved rap, but I didn't personally rap at the time. So let me ask you this: you know. And, 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 and you kind of alluded to like, you know, you guys really love that culture. Yeah. So was who inspired you as a hip hop artist? Was it hip hop, American hip hop that you inspired know, you? What's crazy is, I mean, at the time, definitely like, you know, I, I liked the hip hop. And at, when I was younger, it was, you know, the old school shit, you know, that that everyone really was like that for me, like Dre. Uh, Eminem, like when he first came, like all that right, was like right. when I was younger, what I like. But my biggest like personally me i listen to one person only <laughs> and yeah, me too though and him too we talked oh, about this but this is how we bonded oh okay it's, i know what you're about to say it's the goat like it's the, the greatest artist of all time like i don't even have to say his name like i know i know you say michael jackson, jackson michael jackson it, that was in crazy. japan he was like a god in japan and in, in any everywhere he was a god everywhere but, but you've but, seen but the footage there, like when there, he's japan? in japan they would block out everything Everything would get closed down with mics in town. Like it was like the biggest deal. And as a kid, like I was, I was obsessed, bro. Like I would watch all his videos. I would dance like I would dress like him. Literally, like a no joke. Would have pictures with my mom in the city. I would be wearing the wigs with the with the with tape the on my fingers. As a little kid, I was probably you know eight, seven, eight that that age. But every Halloween, I was him. So that was like my musical um, motivation. And inspiration at the time and then through middle school is when i started getting cooler and <laughs> sagging my pants a little bit and rapping so it, okay. it's just weird how it all came but mj was definitely the that's the crazy and john like for you too man like and, that, and i've heard yeah. you place his shit like yeah so wh- wh- how did he how did mike become a figure in your life like like marlon said man childhood you know like my mom listened to mike all the time um i memorized all his dances um, so it, 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 he, he was just like a surreal kind of figure, you know, he's, he's the only guy who could just, 
just hop on stage. He, he gets shot up from below the stage. He just stands there for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and people, are, and people are fainting and dying. Like, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, he, he was just like the second coming of Jesus. Yeah. He was like, I want to be like that guy. <laughs> I want to be like that guy. Um, but, That's not a bad guy to be. Huh? Right. Um, but also, same way with Marlon, like you grow, grow a little older and... Um, you get submerged into all these different cultures, start sagging your pants, wearing baggy clothes, like listen, start listening to hip hop music. And um, it's like the thing was like with me also is like I, I started I got into music through breakdancing. Mm, right. And okay. like the people who taught me were like like OGs who made me learn like the four elements of hip hop and, and all that. So like I got into like old school rap and I got to learn like I got to learn and respect all these different artists. Um, so uh yeah, so it's like, hey, let me try rhyming some words here and there. And uh, so I guess Mike's influence kind of got was kind of put on the back burner a bit. All right. You know what's good, though? Like Mike, like his music. Yeah, he had his genre, but he was so like just as a musician, so talented. So like when you go to other genres, he was still looked at as a goat. Like even in even a hip hop artist mm. would say, Mike yeah. was the. Well, the, you got to think Mike. Would, Mike would do some crazy shit, man. Yeah. Like if he had really, a lot of hip hop in him, bro. Right. Like that you didn't hear. Like when he beatboxed his his stuff. And right. bro, I don't people, know if you've seen that. People would take Mike to the hood. Like there's stories of Mike. Oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 like Mike really messed with hip hop artists, and he yeah. was really out. Like there's a picture of him with like Jay Z and Dame. That yeah. like, bro, he yeah. was outside. So <laughs> he was outside. So yeah, he was outside. He was, he was outside. outside. So we, we, I, I, was, I wasn't going to take it here, man, but I just feel we could just keep going. But I want let's bring it to the album. Right. I, I wanted to wait for the album a little bit, but I want to bring it to the album just because I, I didn't see the Michael Jackson commonality between you guys mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and the Japanese Korean, you, you know, commonality, you know, with you guys, with the culture. So my question is, with the music, and then now I'm here, when you say Michael Jackson, the vibe of this record is crazy, right? Because I want to talk to the audience for this, because now we're talking about hip-hop and swag. The music ain't that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the music is nowhere near that, Mm -hmm. right? Like, the music is nowhere near that. And why I want to talk about the album now is because when you say Michael Jackson, not, not that it's nowhere near Michael Jackson, but... I get the vibes. You'll hear the, hear, you'll hear the, the um, influence, the influence, the influence. I hear the influence right now yes, with sir. it. Right. Like when we rapped, when we were rappers, you don't hear that influence. But it, when the, for me, the reason I changed my sound is I adapted to the artist that's, that's going with this new generation sound. And it's the music that I, I personally play in my car. You know, I love the Roddy Riches. I love the Gunners, you know, Travis Scott. Like I, I like I like the the new sound that's out that wasn't out back when we were doing it. Um so it, it kind of naturally adapts into that, but now that it does that and there's more singing involved, uh, even though it's not R&B in any I don't think yeah, it's R&B, so, it's a mix. So and, and that's another thing. So what would you even call this, right? Because it 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 got a lean, but it's different. I always buy I was surprised. Now I'll give my review of the album when y'all ready for me to give it. For sure. But let's go. But when, like, what, what would you call this? Is it, is it K-pop? Can we get that? <laughs> wow. Like, wow. <laughs> no, this is it's crazy, bro. It's like no, a it's, mixture oh, to good. me. It's it's a mixture. A definitely not based, to put you guys in a box. But if you had a, what would you? No, nah, for sure. That's a good question because I really don't even know the answer to it. But all I know is it is a mixture. It definitely hip hop. 
because of the the beats you know you'll hear the bass line and the 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 just that that trap hip hop sound in the bass but then there's always the melodies there's the guitars there's rock guitars there's piano in there there's there's a lot of it, it's a mixture of pop hip hop and R&B together to me it's just vibing music it's music you could ride to it's music you could really have a a big audience that could if you're at a party you could play it it's not like going towards just hip hop or is just like everything in one is what I what I feel when I'm making it you know what I'm saying it's like a like a hybrid yeah a hybrid a, a Prius yeah. So, so before I give my before I give my review, before I give my review, and I and I talked about you guys in the sense of you know Johnny, I know enough for you. I know I don't know enough for you, Marlon. I'm getting to know you today, but like I ain't see y'all hanging like this, right? I ain't see like I now I'm realizing the backstory. But where does it come together? At what what's the moment that y'all hang out randomly and say, "Oh shit, I think we could put together an album." Mm. We I got an answer. What's your answer? Yeah, John, you start. Okay. I mean, I guess we randomly linked up and we knocked out like a couple songs. But was so was the link up? So were y'all hanging out before this? Give me, come on, give me a story. I need details. Were y'all hanging out before this once a week, once a month? Or was it just, hey, yo, y'all won't believe it. Yo, let's just let's just make yo, hey, randomly, I'm thinking of you. Let's go. Tell me, come on, give me a story. You won't believe this. So. So I was in, um, I was in, I was in Texas visiting get, family, right? And he called me and he, he wanted to, he wanted to record. So I, I guess some shit you, you had, he wanted to record. Um, and I was like, bet, let me show you some shit. Cause I'm, I've been doing a lot of recording myself. Um, and just, just putting music together, but not putting it out really. So I showed him some shit. He definitely liked it. Wanted to get on some songs too. And I was like, bet. So we, we linked up, I went to his house. And when we linked up, I really I have a process of recording that I, I like to show, you know, what I'm saying like because I don't write any of my stuff. It's everything's freestyle. Everything like happens right there. You know what I'm saying? So once we started that, it was the very first song and he'll probably know what the first song is because I have a terrible memory with that. But Nightcrawler, it was Nightcrawler. OK, yeah. so the first song I showed him how I do my shit. I'm an engineer too. So like we can make everything happen right there. So we did the first song and he's, he was doing the same thing, just punching in lines and not writing anything. I never, normally, did, I, I never did that never before did. in my life. I used to write everything and you know, like watching his process, like it's, it's just go, go, go. And, um, you know, like everything he, he records, he, if he goes, he, he goes back and he like readjusted on the spot. And I was like, man, if I sit here and write, like he's gonna kick me out of the room and to make me write. He's well, gonna so you, he, so you said I have to adjust. Right, I have to. I had yeah, to adapt yeah. to that to that whole process. And how Japanese guys do it. You know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he said this process might be no, more efficient. I was so surprised. I always tell him, you know, there's people that see the process and try to do it, and you can't. Some people can't freestyle or do shit on the spot. You know what I'm saying? So I was shocked when he was able to like keep match up with that, that and keep up with it. I was like very pleased. <laughs> and is this just in here? All this shit is freestyle after I took time and listened to all these. these yeah, bro. The, the process is, is and it's how everyone does it yeah, in the industry. Yeah, yeah. You watch any YouTube of a famous person punch recording. It's how everyone does it. But that's because of the style. Back then, hip hoppers, rappers didn't do that. You want to write. Well, this is more like off feeling how you want the sound to be. So. Long story short, we we did the song, and from there, I shit you not, 
I would come to his house every other day or so, and we would finish two songs every day or three, mm-hmm. two songs to three, and we finished the album in a matter of a couple of weeks. Like what was supposed to be like a five to six track mini album? Yeah. Like, because we were like, we just got back together, started working together. So we we're like, yo, let's just put out a little project. So was the intent to come together? Right. The plan off the bat was let's come together, let's create a project. No, just, no, let's, it was, just, let's just make yeah, a song. Let's just yeah. do a song. And okay. Then, okay. Then one song turned into three. One like three turned into six, and then. And then we just kept going and it just turned out to be a full blown album. But it was literally two songs was fully completed every other day type for like two weeks. And then we had the we had about 15 songs and we, we picked the 12. So let, let's talk about that. And, and this is the question I didn't want to ask outside. So I sat down and I, I played it from the top. Right. And then I got caught up on a song and I played it again. I said, okay, this, this shit is dope. I said, okay, they got one. They got one, right? I said, okay. And I said, hold on, hold on. Before they get here, I got to play everything. So let me keep playing it. Then I got to the last song of the album. And normally, you know, you kind of leave, you know, to the last, you know, you, if they make it here, uh-huh. you know, or, or this is, or, you know, I'm closing out with this. You nailed it. If they make it here. If they make it here yeah. or... You know, if you think about it, I know they're going to make it here. I'm going to close out heavy duty. Right. So the last song happens to be one of my favorite songs. Break me down. Break me is down. It, see, yeah. I was trying to think what the last. So I just I, checked. bro. So I have two songs, my two favorite songs. Let me pull it up. I know break me down with, and link up. And then okay. there's another song that was I think it's on my way that I listened to with with Celeste. Celeste. That I said, OK, I was like, all right. That's dope. And there's a lot of songs, but these are the two that just don't. The vibe at the time had me play them back. That's and, beautiful. And break me down at the end. I was, I just, I liked the vibe. And to me, it was one of the better songs. And it was at the end. So, did you guys, how much thought, or am I looking too deep into this? How much thought was put into the track list? So, track list, um, when it came to recording, it was instantaneous. There was no thought. We never sat down and said, all right, let's make a song about. love (laughs) you know we never did that it was we we and all the beats are are original we produced all the beats um whether yeah all the beats we did whether it was me starting something or him starting a melody we would just go back and forth like hey take the chair so that's dope yeah everything from scratch and that's awesome and uh, he really put me on to that that's crazy actually let's let's not let's not hold on hold on yeah it's too much for them hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on we Sit can't, me down now. Yeah, we can't even pass <laughs> past that, right? Because we'll go back to that. You know, there's a lot of people on SoundCloud still and, and, and stuff like you guys really producing the, the music. Yes, sir. Yeah, we did. The beats yes, sir. made all the beats. Mm-hmm. I used to YouTube everything for fun and just find a beat and rap on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud, YouTube. You know, you, you, right now, YouTube is popping because so many producers promote their stuff on YouTube and um, you can use it. You can download it. I got clients that use YouTube, pretty much 90% of them do. Um, but, um, he, he put me onto the, the new way of production and, uh, and really I'm as an engineer and a musician, I could catch on to it, obviously. Mm, so we, so quick. it was just the media. We were just it, making what I feel are hits. Like we was like, yo, these are actually great songs. Yeah, now now so, to say that some of my favorite songs, you guys made the beats. That's even better. Yeah. So, so what I was, I was saying that to say this, like we, we would just make the beat and then go into it, not even knowing how I was going to come on the hook or anything. I would just do it. And then he would go off me or I would go off him. So when we did that, that didn't take any thought. But then once we had the music to answer your question, the track list, we would definitely, we, we spent 
quite a little bit of time to to listen through everything, feel out where we want to put everything. So we we did mark everything how we wanted. But the most beautiful thing about all this is that Break Me Down is your favorite song. That's crazy. It's my least favorite song. <laughs> for real? I don't know how he feels, but personally for me. But but that doesn't mean I don't like the song. Obviously, yeah. I love the song because we wouldn't have put it on. But out of all of them, I didn't know where to put that one. I was like, yo, this ain't it for me. But it's so dope how you love it. Because that's that's the beauty of music, bro. Yeah, sometimes everyone your art isn't necessarily for you. Right? Everyone got a different feel, and that always happens. So it's cool. Here. All right, so can we? All right, I, dang, there's so much <laughs> here. Um, I, I want to transfer a little bit, right? So I like to talk a lot about like mental health on the podcast, right? It's something that I didn't think about. I would talk about, but it happens to pop up. And and as as somebody that started in music, right? M- music is very therapeutic, right? <clears throat> Is there any of these songs or has there been a time that a song has kind of helped you get through a moment? I mean, well, you and I, even on our last podcast, we touched a lot on on mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, We've both gone through, you know, anxiety, depression and everything. And for me personally, it's hard for me to like if I'm going through something, it's hard for me to actually like sit down and and, like write or or make a song about it because I feel like I'm just overthinking it again mm, right good, so but but still i like even when i'm going through all all my stuff with mental health like i still want to create because i feel like it's just an outlet for me where whereas like where if i don't want to talk to anyone i just want to keep to myself i still have music yeah, like it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's my sanctuary so that's kind of where i kind of hide myself um, and, and I could talk about whatever I want, whether yeah. it's love, whether I'm just talking shit or whatever, I could just be whoever and say whatever. So I think it's just like, when it comes to mental health, um, it takes a load off for me. It, it helps me just kind of go to a different world, a different place. And, um, like, I, I don't think there's like a certain song that I've made or, or anything that's like, oh, that's what I was going through at that time. But it's just every song that I've done. I mean, like I was going through something at that point. So it just kind of helped me uh, just find a better place in my head at nice, that time. Nice. So that's, I like that. Well, like you said Break Me Down was your least favorite song, <laughs> right? Which is cool. I get it. I love it. What is your favorite song on the album? Oh, that's a rough one. That's, a, that's such a rough one. I, I, you guys, and, and Johnny, you got Johnny, you to answer that too. What's crazy, bro, is... is, is you say woke up in LA, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dope song. Nah, like so so when I say Break Me Down is my least favorite, um, it's definitely not not as in a way I don't like it, but it it was it was one of those songs where I was like, I didn't know where to put it and I, I wanted I didn't wanna I didn't want people to not get through the whole album and miss a song that I really like. So me, I I requested, I was like, yo, let's put I, I wanna put Break Me Down at the end. So the people that do go through the whole thing, they'll hear that. I'm sure they'll like it. But I want them to I didn't want to so put then, something else on the bottom. So what was the song it. that you said? Okay, we got to put this joint at the so top. So for, for me, to be honest, to, um, for me personally, uh, Too Fast is one of my favorite songs, personally. And then Come Alive. Come Alive is the one we shot the video to. That one's, I, I love that one. It's more, it's kind of, Come Alive is more my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, working with him, like he he made me talk about a whole bunch of like imaginary women <laughs> that I don't have. Um, because I'm married, I'm married, mind you. So my wife be like, "Yo, who are you talking about in these songs?" But that's music, bro. Like it doesn't. Ha- it's not. I'm not talking about a person. It's it's literally what people could hear 
and what people could appreciate. And I'm sure people have gone through a lot of stuff I talk about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I do it for the <laughs> listeners. But he does a lot of hold on, why songs based hold on, hold on, hey, on. Hey, they're imaginary for me, too. What are you talking about? Why, why does he sound like he's trying to get things right? Like, 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 baby, if you're listening, these are all <laughs> baby, if you're not. listening, I, I love you. Okay? <laughs> these are no, all no but seriously, like, I, Come Alive is more my vibe. Like, he's heard my songs before we worked, and, like, that's more my style. My but, life. like, working with him and his style, that's what's so dope about this album. Like, it has a mix of every genre, like, literally. So that was, so that was one of my next questions. What did you? Because again, it's happening fast. You guys connect. What do you guys learn about each other in this process? Right. I, I mean, yeah. I I I felt like I learned that he probably is is more talented than what he thought because he took such a big break on music. Um, and I, I did too, but. I was doing a lot of my music, like you said, that you saw like me active in my music. I definitely, after a few years of that, um, it's really my daughter's five now. So five years, I really took a break with my shows and the team kind of went their separate ways. I got married and had a baby. So like it took me five years to get back into the groove of music and really doing like my passion, um, you know, on, on the side still. And I just learned that with the break that he took, and like not putting out stuff that he is way more talented than he probably thinks to be able to freestyle songs. I've been doing this shit for years. I haven't wrote in so long, but he kind of just started when he saw how I did it. So, Thank I mean, you, I man. give him props to that shit. Cause like not a lot of people can do that. So that's I learned dope. that he, he, he definitely got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he, he probably Appreciate doesn't that. know how much Cause you probably came into this. Like, all right, whatever, do want to do one song. Let's do a song. Yeah. But then like, Connecting and being like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. this man, this is somebody I could really go toe be, to toe yeah. with. This has got to be a problem. But, but I could say the same thing for him, though. I like I feel like what I learned about him was he's capable of lot, a lot more musically than like, you know how he said, come alive too fast. That's like that's his style. But he got on some tracks because I do a lot of like old school, like 80s type that's vibes, right, like retro cool. vibes. Mm-hmm. And when he did that. Also taking it back, I was like, yo, oh, I see your, like, Michael Jackson's influence on you. Like, I see these old school R&B, 90s, early 2000s R&B's influence on you. Because, like, his melodies, when he comes out, like, it's, it's, it's like, he knows how to adjust to certain sounds. And I feel like that's something a lot of people can't do. Because certain, certain artists are just so limited to, to one sound. But creatively, like, musically, I, I was like, yo, this... This man can do it all too. So, so were there certain songs that you kind of had like the chorus and stuff already too? Yeah. Maybe you bring it to him and that be like, woke, "Yep, like okay." Y'all need to go, li- go listen to that. Woke up in L.A. So, that was so, so produced so, so. by him, and that that shit is just like complete eighties. Like I had to literally like. So like, he brought this song to you. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. He showed. I forget how you showed me the song. Mm-hmm. You had you had the beat already yep. on that one. So I just got on it with him, and I think he had a chorus to it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, chorus, and then I got on the chorus. You could hear like me on the back of that, and he just loves it. I'm like, he's over here like smiling and shit, like while I'm recording, because he he loves when I get on shit like that, and it's not really my style. You tap into his lane, though, but I enjoy it, bro. I wish he would do more of it. This is fun, definitely. That's cool, man. Shouts out to Tory too. I know y'all heard that Tory Lanez album, the eighties. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I showed him a few videos, and he didn't know it at the time, and he made the beat. You made right. the beat yeah, I made a few the, months ago. I, I made like like three or four 80s kind of beats. So or like, more. He's shown me more. <laughs> so, so, so when he showed me the Tory stuff, I 
was like, was oh. mind blown. I was like, yo, you seen this Tory shit? He didn't see it. I was like, oh my god, because I don't know if you've seen the videos, but Tory went crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's super but dope. I, I recently became a new Tory fan. You oh, know, he's not a, even. He's I'm, good, yeah. I'm like three albums back. Though. Oh yeah. Right. And my cousin, when I t- I brought it to my cousin, my shout out. Everybody knows JB Jared. If you listen to the podcast, you know him. Um, but I recently came to him. I'm like, yo, bro, I ain't. I never fucked with Tory Lanez like that. And there was a there's a there's an album. I listened to one song and I loved the album. Um, and then I started going down his rabbit hole. That man is dope. He you got to watch how he records. If you YouTube Tory Lane's recording, that's exactly how we did our album. Same, right. Like literally when I showed him that he was like, holy shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, this is the new way of recording. But um, I did a little I did a tour with Tory in like uh, Tampa, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale and um, one other city. I forget where I think it was Miami. I forget where the other one was, but he he is dope, man. He is super he's, talented. Yeah, now nah, I put I, I had he to put is, some respect on this. Name yeah, he's on sure. some other shit, man. So he's what? Is, really, what? Sorry to cut you off. What yeah. is the name of the album? Nightcap. 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 How did you guys come up with Nightcap? It was. I mean, bro, just the vibe, bro. Like the vibe of the album was so like we we talk a lot of like I feel like that that night vibe and you know so rain you with a drink driving yeah like that that type of. Because the first song we did was called Nightcrawler, um, which could mean a bunch of different things, but pretty much just, you know, just that 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 vibe of just that loner that's just on in his own lane through the rain night. Just, you know what I'm saying? That kind of that cool kind of feeling. So so Nightcap really just came with the vibe of the, a lot of the songs. And you got to have like a title that's kind of different and, and still that 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 cool sound. So. So, so the 13 songs. What made you guys cap it at 13? I know you guys it's got no, more. 12, 12. 12, 12. 12 yeah. So you got more in the clip. Is 12, is 12 a, a, a superstitious eight? Because I know y'all Asians, but y'all, y'all, y'all beefing Japanese <laughs> That was Korea. the day when Japan conquered <laughs> Korea. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dang. Those are fighting words, brother. Oh, my they God. Let's not get political. Yeah, let's not get political. Let's not get political. No, but to, uh, 12, um... We really think on that? No, we said, it just no, happened. Right? It just kind of happened. I know we thought on the release date though, off of that, because yeah, uh, we released it on the twelfth of February because we had twelve tracks. Yeah, two okay. twelve. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. But the, the, the 12, twelve tracks was just the ones that we wanted to put out. Now, is there more music coming from you guys? So funny story right now is we actually have about fifteen, sixteen new new songs that yeah, um, that's ready to. Pretty much ready to go for our next album, but uh, we kind of want to let this last album kind of marinate for a bit. So what we're what we're thinking now is we're, we're like we're gonna wait till we have around like a good solid 30, 40 tracks, and then we'll pick out the ones that we want to put out for our next our next project. But true, because the last because this nightcap, we 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 probably had like 15, 16 songs that we picked 12, but we really wanted to put out everything we did. This next one came so fast and we it's we, we have so much already and we're still letting this one simmer. So we, we we're definitely for this one. We're going to pick out of about 30 songs and pick the best. So, guys, like this next one coming is definitely one to really like so, follow up on. So I told Johnny, I said, yo, if you come in on the podcast, you got to bring me something. So you got to bring me a record yes, right sir. now. Now, do we. Do we get a record that's that's on a new album that we want to showcase? I want my people to to hear something, right? So are you going to give them something from the next album, from this album, 
What are we gonna give them, Johnny? I told you to bring me something, big bro. I always, I always come bearing gifts. Always, you came in with three wine bottles. <laughs> Last time, I think you came with a set of three, two. Of course, I know it's my an Asian number. culture three is good, and you like Allen Iverson. Yeah, there we go. Right, come on, yeah, I know, I know go. about you. Pound for I, pound, pound for pound, the greatest. AI is your man. Yes, sir. You that's, my, that's my favorite. Ba- we never talked about this. Oh, he's your favorite too. That's my favorite see, basketball look, player. See, look, let's go. Look, I'm telling, but I know that your AI is your man. MJ's your man. Absolutely. Kobe's your man. So what we're gonna I guess um we're gonna quote unquote leak. We're gonna leak a song, a song from our, our next, the next project. joint. So so nobody's heard this joint. So, so so honestly though, like if we come up with like 30 tracks, this possibly might, might, yo, this might this be, might be an unreleased nobody's right. heard of it. Only yeah. on the new rich so podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll give you an exclusive on, on your new rich All podcast. All right, let's go. This one ready? This what one is, is it called? What this, is this called? This one is called Tell us what is it about? What is it? This one's called Top View. Um, what's this top view, man? This, this one's a, it's just the vibe, man. Just being being confident, bro. Being at the top, you know, the, the, the you you got the top view. It's just it's a song that we we did off of like again, just like the feeling of the beat, the feeling of how we went on with it. So when we go off of like keywords or what we said, it's it's kind of like maps the whole song. So right. so you can listen to it with that in mind. Like these guys just made the beat, came up with everything and there was no rehearsing. Like, you know, we didn't it's on the spot from the beat to making the record. Like, same like day, same as, as in as I'm recording it, it's the first time he's hearing the words. So it's not like, yo, this is what I'm about to go do. And I show him like it's like I'm doing it. You're watching me do it. And and then, and then, and then he'll be like, hey, I'm passing it off to you. Yeah, so okay. then it's just like, all right, bet. Let me all go. Right, let's go. All right. So ready? Top view. Top, Top view. view. Let's go. Tune in. That just kept playing in my head. It says it's lonely at the top, but it's lonely at the bottom too. Yes, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, What he said? And then, you know, I like to cook. My man said, I'm culinary in the kitchen. <laughs> culinary sounds, I'm cutting in the kitchen. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. So let's talk about that, right? Like, 
And I know individually you guys both chase success and you guys chased your journey. You know, and you've both been up and you've both been down. Yeah. Elaborate on those lines of, you know, it's lonely at the bottom, but it's lonely at the top too. Let's talk about it. Man, I, I, I like when, when we finished the beat, uh, it's just the first thing that came to mind. And I just started, started going off of it. But, you know, like you said, we've all been up, we've, we've all been down and, you know, there, there's that saying, oh, it's lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. But then it's, for me, it was like, well, it was kind of lonely at the bottom too. Right. Pick your poison. Right. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, and then I talk about blood, sweat and tears. I pay my dues. I never forget my roots. And it was just, uh, it's just, it was just a few lines that kind of reminded myself of, of, of what it is. Do you feel like you got to remind just like, do you, do you ever feel of moments, right? And, and, and I know I do. Like, do you ever feel of moments where you have to remind yourself of where you came from? Absolutely. I think a lot of people make you try to make you forget where you came from because of their, their own expectations of you. And especially like now where we're so, so social media is such a big thing. People think they know you just based off of what they see, like off, off their phone screen. Um, so, um, yeah, I think. There are times where I do have to remind myself, like, yo, like where, where I have come from yeah. and, what, and what I had to do to get here. So, like, you know, like e- even with, with music, we talk a lot of shit. We, mm-hmm. we're, we're goofy or whatever. But there, you know, there are certain tracks like this where it's yeah. like, yo, like. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm yeah, going to talk my shit. You know, like they say it's lonely at the top. It's, yeah. You know, when, when you like when you when you successful with something like you're going to lose a huge part of your circle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like that. Yes, you're lonely when you're on your bottom, but like when you get to a certain success and maybe you overpass some of your closest success wise, you, you a lot of times you lose them. You know what I'm saying? So whether you're extremely successful of where your mind of success is or you're at the very bottom of your life, like you're going to feel that loneliness. So you got you got to be in one with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to believe in yourself and, and have that self love more than anything. Because it is lonely at the top or the bottom. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. And you got to get comfortable with yeah. that, man. And like, you know, that's one thing I definitely had to learn is like just being comfortable with myself and yeah. who I am. Right. Yes, sir. And like understanding that not everybody is going to accept who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Not everybody's going to care for me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Motherfucker, I don't even yeah. like tea. Let's drink. I'm a cup of whiskey. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, like, you know what is true. Right. And I think that that's one thing that I've always admired about you. And I'll see now getting to know you. I can see you guys on the same wavelength. But it's, it's, it's something about operating in your in your true self, right? Absolutely. There's something about coming and operating in, 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 in your reality and your realness. And I'm seeing that with this project. I'm seeing with the way you guys are acting, communicating. It's like, this is not a facade. This is us getting in and, and truly creating this. Yes, sir. Yeah, I also want to say, man, that's something about you, Ryan, that I, that I respect a lot. Because I know... Uh, you, I mean, you're, you're heavy on social media. You post a lot of things about your passions and, and, and your line of work. And even if there are naysayers, mm-hmm. uh, people who, who hate on you, people who talk shit, you still stay true to yourself. And, appreciate that. Appreciate and, that. And, and, and you touch more people than, you know, than, than anything. Like, I, I see like the difference you make in, in, in people's appreciate lives that. and everything. So I just wanted to put that out there as appreciate well. That. Well, I think like, the, I pre- I'm humble by that, man. I appreciate that you see that. And for me, it's just like, and I, I was that person that I'll, I'll be afraid to post some shit. Yeah. Right. Cause you, you post it and you'd be like, damn, what are they going to think? Yes, or, oh man, I, I posted something and, and in the first couple of minutes, 
they ain't hitting the like button. You start right, to right. you start to be like, oh no, you know. <laughs> but then like now I'm so in pocket that it's like, yo, it might touch one person, it might maybe touch two, but as long as it's that, I'm good. Oh, that's so crazy because Marlon and I had a conversation about just like putting out music too, like for. Like what I said was you have to be vulnerable, right? Like, absolutely, like because like with every project, you could still kind of put a piece of you out there, right? So one of the things I said was, man, I don't, I don't have like an ultimate goal with this, but as as an artist, like whether it touches a hundred people or wh- whether it touches one person, like one person c- can connect with one of our records. I think as our, as an artist, like we're we're doing our jobs at that point for sure, for so. sure. Even when I used to throw my events, man, I'd be like, yo. I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism, but I'd be like, yeah, as long as one person walks out of here, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we good, right? But, you know, I think that's what it's about. And even music, like, think of somebody like, I know personally, I got two records. I'm going to spin, right? I'm flying out tomorrow. I'm putting you on my fly out track list. Let's right? go. Like, I'm, like, so it's funny. I made a post, right? But everything with me is music. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow. I got a pre, I got a I got a pre-takeoff track list. That's where I'm putting y'all at. Y'all fit my pre-track list vibe. I got a song picked when I land. When I get off the plane, bro, there's a song that I'm going to play, bro. Please tell us what song Please tell us what song that is. Bro, touchdown vibes. So I'm going to New Orleans, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, not even I'm going to New Orleans. So I got to play a New Orleans artist. Yeah. Right? And then... You know, the first person you're gonna think of is probably Wayne, right? Weezy, because he, he's from New Orleans. Absolutely. But 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 there, there there's somebody in this camp before him, right? And it's Juvie. Juvie, that's Juvie. my he was my he was my favorite, bro. Yeah, Juvie out of Cash Money. Like, I don't know bro. if you seen Baller Blocking. Have you seen that movie? Oh, bro, bro, of okay, course, cool. bro. Because bro, Juvie was my and he he narrated Baller Blocking. Like he was the voice on that. And bro, Juvie is the goat, man. Shout out Juvie, bro. bro. He has a remix. Is the high remix <laughs> with Jay Z, bro? When I land, I'm done with you, bro. bro when I land, I'm gonna play that shit. Listen, when I land in New Orleans <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Man. I'm playing Juvenile Huh in Jay Z remix. Wow, I respect that. Like you got it. I'm in New Orleans. You gotta again. Music to me is a feeling, and that's what I like about your music. Is when yeah. I listen, is a feeling. It's all feeling. Right before I take off, I want to listen to some vibey music. Right, yeah, yeah. I want to vibe. I want you know a lot of a lot of anxiety going through TSA yeah. and a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Right, so I want to vibe. Going through the going through the walk, got ear pods on, I'm vibing, right? Yeah. So that's how I look at things, man. So I'm adding y'all to my vibe. We made it to the playlist. Yeah, you made, it to, made playlist. it to the playlist. Two of them, two of them. I'm, I'm gonna glad, play the whole record. I'm glad you said that because, like, when, when we, I mean, I know when I make music, I, I yes, I do. I talk about what I want to talk about and do it, but it's really the listeners, bro. Like people that have anxiety or go through shit, like. For me, because I have anxiety and and I love vibey music. Yes, I love that trap down south rap shit that I, you know, came up on. But like really like the vibey shit that's in right now. You know what so, I'm saying? I love that sound, bro. I think it, it, it emotionally and just therapeutically helps us. So, like Mark, let's, let, let's touch on this real quick, bro. Because, again, I, I like to make an impact, right? I think that even with, with this, we joke. We but it's going to touch somebody. It's going to impact. And offline and online, we alluded to anxiety. Like, how have you dealt with your anxiety so far, right? Like, we all deal with it. So, for me, bro, like, I, 
I've been through some shit and like, and everyone has, you know, yeah. everyone has their stories and like, I've been through shit in such a small period of time. Some, like some of the biggest like turns in my life happen so short at, at a time. So for me, like my story with anxiety is it all really hit quick for me at a certain year, um, like 2012, 2013 and 14 was like a really hard time with a lot of shit that happened in my life. So for me, like w- with, with anxiety like it's really when people know they have anxiety i feel like every day could just be a better day than Mm. the last you know what i'm saying Mm. and like to have that positive mindset where you know that you struggle you you have to like acknowledge it you have to know you have it you have to know you're an anxious person whether it's mild or severe and i feel like every day could be an improvement you know what i'm saying and then when you think like that stuff falls in place and when it does you you appreciate it you know what i'm saying you you want to make sure you acknowledge it like and i feel like just that's the beauty of life like you could be at the the worst part but it's only up from there you know what i'm saying it's good so, so that i just i just cope with it in that way where you know that every day is a blessing bro and like you never know what's gonna fall in your in your path the next day so you just got to plant them seeds of like knowing that you you fight that anxiety but you can fight it you yeah. know what I'm saying it's yeah. not the end of you know your road like you know and everyone has different levels of anxiety but just with me I just always had that mindset and um now I have a family a daughter beautiful wife beautiful family so it's just like it's I wouldn't have thought that was going to happen with some of the thoughts I had back when I had that bad anxiety you know That's so good. I feel like for anyone with it just every day like is another seed that you're planning to make your life that much better you know what that, i'm saying that's awesome john you want to touch on that at all or you want to leave it there i think yeah. he's i think he said enough we, we, we've, we've discussed yeah um, yeah no, for yeah. sure and, and, and i'll piggyback on that man like it's funny because even today i made a comment you know something good happened to me and i was like you know what man you know god make me remember of all of these things when i'm going through a bad day right mm-hmm. because so much good's happening i'm like man i live a life right i live a good life but when you're going through some bad shit you're like oh I'm, I'm never going to get out of this bad right. cloud, right? Like, that's the mindset. I'm never mm-hmm. going to go to bad cloud. And then, you know, one of my favorite sayings is never let the highs get too high and never let the lows get too low, mm-hmm. right? And that's yes. something that I pride myself on, like, thinking it's like, all right, I'm in this high moment, but hey, there's lows. Or when I'm low, it's like, hey, man, can't let this get too low. There's more opportunity mm-hmm. out there right. for me. So, guys, man, I'm ready almost to wrap it up. I think we've touched on a lot. We've done a lot of dope conversations is there anything that you would like to touch on advice that you want to give the audience? Anything that we haven't touched on that I'm loving? real quick before we even get to that, the video. Are we allowed to, how much am I allowed to talk about the video? Because they're not going to be allowed to see <laughs> oh, you're it. talking about the video. Oh, the video. The video. Yeah. This is coming out probably in a week. Maybe it might come out tomorrow, might come out in a week. It's, um. Can we talk about it? We could talk yeah, about we, it because they we can't can talk see about it. it. We could, uh, do, do when you want to release the date, the, the okay, release when, date, or yeah, you want to keep that? I think we could give them the release. Yeah, day, I think right? so. I think yeah. so. Right here on the new rich April, April Fool's Day. You know April, what I'm saying? April first. But we're not playing. We're not playing though. We're not. Oh. No, we're not playing. But it's coming. It's this, coming. This uh, this is like a. This is one that you could really like. I feel like appreciate as as artists. Um, now that you know we produced the album. Yeah. We never really like talked about that me and him on our social media that oh this song was produced I think you, by I think you should yeah, we should yeah we should. and this and this will be a that's good heavy. segue yeah like, there's not many people like when you talk about that put the people in like the box of like 
J. Cole is maybe the only few guys yeah. that's really doing right. this There's right really now. really not like, a lot. Like, very rare people. Like, everybody's sourcing beats. Like, you talked about yeah. the YouTube mm-hmm. going to other big producers and getting music. Well, the thing with not- labels and industry is that these huge producers like Metro Boomin, you know, Turbo, like, every, all these big producers, it's part of the the, the whole movement and the money. They want to link with different producers. So it's rare that artists make their own beats these days. But, For like, sure. you remember it- T-Pain oh, back yeah. in his prime. He was making all his beats. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... He was a huge inspiration too, but um, but for this, few. they're out there, but they're very few. Very There's few not a lot. because they want the pol- they they want to politic and they want to touch different artists, different touch producers, on cloud base. Yeah. and it's it's all fan base. So, so with that being said, like now that you guys know, we produced the album and did everything spontaneously, and it was just natural. Um, when you see this video, I think people will appreciate the uh, like the artistry and the whole. It's guys, more than music, man. Like this, guys. Shit is I just... watched the video before we came on. Shout out to the homies Milton Mills. Milton. We got to give a shout out to Milton. Yeah, shout out big to Milton Mills. That's big. Shout out right to there. Robert Lee. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, can't yeah. forget. If we can't forget Celeste, right? She's what, in there. What's the other homies' name? I don't his, know. Uh, his name can't... is also Robert Lee, bro. No way. Yeah, You're lying. Had, we had a Robert Squared. Yeah, we had scenario. Robert Squared. So you guys got robbed, and I mean, I mean, I can't tell you all the day, but you guys got. Yeah, yeah. There's some Robert Lee's. There's a lot of Robs. There's a lot of Robs in there. There's a lot of Robs. But that the the other Robert, he's actually he has a background in acting. Yeah. So um, no, look, guys, guys, when I tell you that this video is crazy good, and I'm not saying it because it's them, honestly, because I told them offline, I critiqued their shit offline, I kept it real with them. Mm -hmm. They're my homies, but you got to be honest with your people. Absolutely. But the video is something special. It really. I'm watching, I don't watch too much TV and too much series, but there's two shit that I'm watching right now in his, in his power. Um, and like, I, I'm down the rabbit hole. A lot of people gave up on the series. I'm all the way down the rabbit hole. I'm watching Tommy's thing and I watch Snowfall. Yeah. Uh, Snowfall is dope, bro. You guys watch Snowfall? I've watched a little bit of it. I need to get back on it. Bro, That's it. So yeah. I just put my sister on actually, if she could hear me. I just put my sister on. She's watching it. We watched like a random episode and she's watching it now. Yeah, the snowfall is dope. But I say that to say that it reminds me of a scene of one, like, like mixed between these two things. So yeah. it's crazy. When I seen the cinematics of this, I felt like I was watching the show. So crazy. it's crazy, man. Like Mil- back, back to Mills, man. Shout out that, that's, Mills. He, he a goat, bro. He, yeah, he actually I shot. Mills. I gotta get Mills in the podcast. Oh, definitely, bro. He a good dude, man. He, to- he told me he was trying to get you. You was trying to get him on. I, I, I have asked. I was about to say. I know I've asked him because he's a brain, bro. He's right. a brain, yeah. and like he's amazing. He's, he's amazing, bro. And I was, I was saying that because like he, he's done, he's done a, um a, a couple of my projects back. Um, I, I checked my YouTube, and it's crazy. I see videos nine years ago. Like I'm just like, damn, bro, it's crazy. Like how that timeline goes. But he's done a, a few of my work past nine years ago. Me and Han got a video uh, called Bands that we put out that he did, and um, him and Han like together did that. It was dope. But M- Mills is just so talented with like putting that that thought into reality. Because you know. Is- you got to think, all right, for the audience that when we talk about my brother Mills, right, this is my guy, he's in my mastermind, but he's also somebody that runs hand in hand with DJ Khaled and DJ Nasty, yeah. and he's making videos for them that they're reposting and that they're doing, like, this man does work, yeah. like, like he's respected by industry leaders, yeah. right, and he fucks with y'all, yeah. and he did it, and when I say this video is dope, and shout out to Robert Lee, 
Because my man is acting. <laughs> my man is acting. The and there's no vocals. So you don't hear his voice, but faith, the expressions is oh. what's acting. So that's how you know, like, this man knows how to act. It is good. It is. It's not, not good. Easy. It's great. It is great. Yeah. So, so sure. pretty much like he, the, the, the fact that he put, he was able to put everything to like the thought that we wanted. The, the, anybody could shoot a video and try to do that. But, but for him to execute on that level. The hat off to him, man. He, he to go. Yeah, yeah, he's for sure, for sure. That's crazy. So April Fool's Day. Yeah. April 1st. April yeah. 1st. Be tuned. Where do they follow you? Where do they find you? Uh, for me, uh, Johnny, period, McFly. All right. Uh, no H in Johnny. Yeah. Right? Because that's for losers. <laughs> so but it's J-O-N-N-Y, Y, all period, right. McFly. That's, that's my IG. Um, Johnny McFly on YouTube. That's where we'll be posting the video. Um, but yeah, and we got... So and then me is Marlon Ponce CEO. So that's that's M A R L O N P O N C E and then C E O. That's on Instagram and uh yeah, YouTube, Spotify, all that. And I'll make sure that I'll put all the links in the comments, guys. So if you're still listening, um not in the comments, but you know, in the section with all the notes, guys, we'll make sure that's all available for you guys. Make sure you support the album, man, when it's local and it's produced and it's the homies and it's the freaking vibe. It's not even because it's the homies. Go give it a listen. That's my, yeah, I'm, like, glad, I'm glad you said that because I got one request for the listeners is just just listen to it. Yeah, just, it there's so many artists out here and I know sometimes people run into like that. Hey, I'm an artist. Listen to this. But I mean, there's so much history. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be very honest. You guys are my friends. And I've heard this shit online and I've seen the little clips. I haven't gave it a true listen. Mm -hmm. But I take my, my, my duties behind this mic very serious. So I couldn't come onto this podcast and not listen to anything. Right. right. So I, like I said, I listened to the track. I listened to the album two times fully and to certain tracks multiple times. And it's a vibe. It's something that you could truly listen to. Like, I remember at one point, and this is not to stroke as ego, but to wrap up on this. I was looking down at my phone and I was taking notes and I forgot what I was listening to. I was just vibing. And I came back to the track and I had to go back and look at, okay, well, now what song is playing? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, they got one. I'm excited about this. Yeah. So guys, I, I, I tip my hat off to you guys. I think the project's amazing. Thank you uh, so we'll, much. we'll bring you guys back on for the next one. Yes, um, Johnny, we make it a three-peat. You know, you're going to be like a guest on the show. Yes, but bro. guys, close us out. They got your Instagram. They got where to reach you. But anything else that you guys want to say, and we'll take it from there. Uh, just, you know, appreciate you guys for, for taking the time to listen to us. Um, thank you for having us. For sure, for uh, sure. Please support our albums out on all platforms. Um, watch our, we have a couple of videos out right now as well. If you, you, you can find that on, on, on my YouTube. Link but, up, come alive. Two completely different songs, so you'll appreciate that. You know oh, yeah, what I'm and, 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 and if anything else, go listen to my favorite songs. That's right, good. my favorite songs is "Break Me Down" and "Link Up." Yeah. Those things is the vibe. It's yes. a vibe. It's yes. a vibe. I'm gonna go play them right now. Yeah, after this, I just want to say, yo, thank you for having me for my first time. It was a no, definitely sure, a pleasure sure. meeting you, and just um, it's good when the conversation's easy. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? Nah, it's, it's natural. I, I I I call it, man, and it's funny. We'll check the time afterwards, but I'm almost guarantee you. That we're in the pocket that I told you guys yeah. that we're in because it flows and it's happened and, and, and it was great, man. It was great to get to meet you too again. Definitely, I admire your man. work. I've heard a lot about you, but to have you Thank over you. today and, and, and Johnny co-signing you, man, is is great, man. This is awesome. You, I appreciate y'all. We'll have you back. So it, hold on. Before we finish, is there a name of a group 
or it's just like is it, it's like is this a cave art? No, that's, no, the, no, thing, like, that's like the good a, thing is is we, we we're a separate we're separate artists. You know what I'm saying? A, I, I collaboration. Got, I got my you know you know the the things that I've done in my career and coming back, but you know Johnny, I feel like he got he sleep on himself man like he doesn't realize like i hope this is like a big spark for him to really push you know just even his music because it's no group but it's we we got our own history and our own story we just brought them two together to give y'all to give y'all this sound and it ain't gonna stop anytime soon let's go let's go so my fellas i appreciate you Let's cheers one more time. Johnny yes, brought me to find his wine in yes, France sir. all over the world. Yes, so thank you guys, hey, man. New Rich Podcast. New Rich Let's Podcast. Go. And you know the model, man. If you listen to this far, gosh darn it, you loved it. So go ahead and give us five stars. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And don't you worry. Don't be in a hurry. We are bringing the new merch, man. It's in print right now. So check out for that in the next couple of weeks. Be newrich.com. And you know where to find me. R.S. Baza. Let's go. New Rich.